Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. From the tunes, tunes to California tunes. Nice, nice, dude. We did the entire song. ourselves to sleep. It's a 91-minute ad where we just fall asleep in the middle of it. This episode is brought to you by OurTunes.com. OurTunes! O-U-R-T-U-N-E-Z dot com. The Z stands for Z is really good. (laughs) That's not official. (laughs) Oh, that's what I said. I should have said Z best. It's all right. Uh, (laughs) I got to kind of come on afterwards. You know, you were flying by the seat of your pants. OurTunes streams music to your phone or your computer. They have a free iOS app, free sign up. You go to their website and it has a greater song variety than Pandora. It's a great way to discover new music. Which is really fun. And we made it into a contest. Woo! What kind of contest? Well, you can use promo... Ooh, promo. (laughs) That's not true. Well, (laughs) asshole, you can use promo codes Jake or Amir to vote for who? gets to make a custom station that's right so if you go to ourtunes.com slash if i were you and use our promo code either jake or amir the person with the most promo code uses will get to make his own custom station so it's basically like who do you think has a better sense of music obviously the answer is clear it is me and then once you put in my promo code uh we'll announce who officially won next time we uh we plug our tunes which is in a week from now so if you go to ourtunes.com slash if i were you and check them out it's pretty cool they made this, this whole thing called the if i were you showdown they made little animated pictures of uh jake and i uh, so yeah, check them out and uh, use our promo promo code. Pro- now you have your freaking thing. <laughs> oh, it's it's on me, it's on me. You'll also get six Put months. Me on blast. You'll get, you you'll get six months of premium membership. That's unlimited listening hours, uh, skips, and no audio ads. So remember, whichever promo code you use the most. Sorry, promo code. Mm. So whoever gets the most promo codes, either me or Amir. The winner is going to be able to make their own custom station. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, you can also, if you're an artist, a lot of people uh, submit theme songs of their own. You can also sign up and uh, upload your own music, and they pay royalties to indie artists more than any other streaming site, up to a penny per play. You can gain exposure, and that also counts for comedians. Okay. Right. So there it is. You can listen to discover more music, uh, upload your own music, get paid for people to listen to your art. There's no downside. And that's OurTunes.com with a Z. Woo!
slash if I were you. Uh, <laughs> so amateur. Let's get I just wanted, let's, yeah, yeah, just a fart noise. Let's, just, I apologize. let's start the episode. That was low, bro. Things get real. Things just got real us. right now. Yeah, bye. One, two, three, four. Jay and Amir have a show. But it's not the one you probably know. They're not the awful people they pretend to be. And that one here, they're real. Still a lot of fun, oh Don't get me wrong, there's still really awful people, especially Jake But we love them still We can't stop listening, no, we can't stop tuning in If I were you, I'd host the podcast perfect song really i loved it it was a ballad it told a story and it was funny and it made me feel nice what, what was the genre because i like that song it's but how do like, i listen to other songs like that i think it's like uh folksy pop folksy pop it wasn't pop was it, was it? pop yeah because it was catchy and it was it was upbeat okay i want to listen to what's the most famous song that sounds like that um this land is your land yeah, no, because that's not quite as as poppy as that. Yeah, that was that's just more folk. That's like Simon and Garfunkel, but oh, yeah. Simon and Garfunkel aren't quite as folksy as that. But uh, well, this guy's name is <clears throat> he wrote this whole email accompanying his song, and I'm like, this guy's a turd. I'm not gonna play his song. But then the song was so good that I'm like, oh, this guy's actually really good. Yeah, I'm gonna read his email verbatim. The whole thing. Wow. <laughs> so he said, my name is Sheridan Woika, W O I K A. So if we use his theme song, I'd love for you to plug my band, the Sheridan Woikas. And then I clicked on the Sheridan Woikas, and it takes me to a website called Sticker Kids Kitchen. So there's a chance that the Sheridan Woikas changed their names to Sticker Kids Kitchen, which probably makes more sense because Sticker Kids Kitchen is much more fun and cool to say than the Sheridan Woikas. Either way, the song is great. Thank that's you, cute. Sheridan Woika. Well, that's how you listen to more songs like that. Then you become a sticking kitchen kitchen band. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want to learn new songs. I feel yeah. like I like the songs that I know. You already know Macklemore and Rap yeah. God. So we're. So, so we're I feel like I've already that. known Rap God, and so like now I'll just listen to the Rap God over yeah. and over. Fair yeah, enough. like I've already listened to all the good songs. Right. So I just have to listen to them again. Just yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't want to learn anything new. Bad attitude. Song wise, yeah. uh-huh. I feel like I've. Peaked. Oh, you know what? I think there's a song that's like, um, what is it? Is it? No, it's like, it's late December and I should be back at school. Something like that. It's like Counting Crows? No, 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 no. It's like, um. No, no, you idiot. Oh, Maggie, I couldn't have died. Another <laughs> if I could have tried. Oh, fuck, no. This is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in a podcast <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Oh God, you're awful! <laughs> you're so bad at music. Shit! Why? What is that song? Uh, you want to look it up while I explain the show? Yes. All right, great. Hey, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir. Oh, and I'm looking up a song, but I'm Jake. <laughs> uh, so, how does it work? People email us with uh, their uh, difficult little questions. They need advice, and so they come to us, and they email us at ifireyoushow at gmail.com. We read these real emails from real people and do our best, our darndest, actually, to advise them out of their sticky situations. It's Rod Stewart, Maggie May. Oh, Rod Stewart is really good. 
You know what song does sound, kind of sound reminds me that gets me happy like that opening theme song is? Uh-huh. That was a bad way to say it, but uh Someone Like You by Rod Stewart. How does that one go? Someone like you makes it hard to live without somebody else. Someone like you. I just wanted you to makes it easy the way I did. <laughs> there's oh, there's some other song that's like this. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Songs are good is what we're trying to say. We like music. Even uh, though we can't sing it or appreciate it, we uh, like old music that we can't remember. I wonder what percentage of people listening to this podcast are listening to it for the first time. Maybe it's 5%. Maybe it's 10%. But uh, if you are here for the first time, thanks for joining us. We open every episode. <laughs> never ever thanked new people. <laughs> Why not? We well, should. We're starting now. Uh, I just wanted to explain that every episode starts with a new Brand new theme song that is submitted to us by our talented fans. And, uh, yeah, you can submit those yourself at uh, same that same email, show at gmail.com. Now, this, e- this episode will be a little bit different because instead of choosing four questions together, we each chose two, and we're going to read them back and forth, uh, and the other person is going to hear them for the first time. So I chose two questions, Jake chose two questions, and uh, we haven't heard each other's questions yet. That's right. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? Um, I'll start. Yeah, you never read questions. I'll start. I'll yeah. start. Hey I, now. I will start. Hey now. We d- you're an all start. <laughs> Get your game Get on. Get your read on. Go fart. <laughs> um, nice. Um, what's a good, um, we'll do 90s bands. This oh. from Smash Mouth. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. These are real emails from real people. We give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. So this there person's name is Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth writes, Hi, I've listened to every episode and wished I had problems that equaled those of the people who write in, and I never really did until recently. Mm. I've started talking to two girls. <gasps> One, an absolute smoke show, 10 out of 10. Perfect. But I find just a bit off. Mm. Not that she's not nice, there's just something about her personality I don't quite like. Hmm. Then, there's this other amazing girl. Jeez. Probably a 9 out of 10. And I find her personality beautiful. I want to get to know her better and hopefully start dating her, but I just can't get out of my head this opportunity I have with the 10 out of 10. Huh. What do I do? Should I fuck the hotter one just to get it out of my system, then get with the 9 out of 10? Any advice would be brilliant. Smash mouth. Uh, cool. I've never heard a question for the first time on the show before. That was fun. Uh, so this guy's choosing between a dime and a nine. A dime and a nine. Dime with a terrible personality. Not a terrible, but something's wrong with it. Something a bit off. Something a little bit off. I want to see if you find in this email the same thing that I I caught. (laughs) Which was, is it the overarching sentiment of this guy can fuck a ten and a nine? Uh, it's sort of the overarching sentiment of this guy's self-aggrandizing asshole. That's Which like, is? A 10 likes me and a 9 likes me. What <laughs> yeah. am I going to do? Hook up with the 9? <laughs> but then I'll never get this 10 out of my head. So even though I don't find her that attractive personality-wise, I yeah. would like to fuck her just it's- because I can. And then I'm going to go out with the 9. Well, it seems like he brings up an interesting point. Not specifically this scenario, but... Every time you always go for, let's say, the most attractive person right off the bat because that's the first thing you see with them physically, mm-hmm. and then you start 
taking away points based on their personality. So this girl, I mean, a 10 and a 9 are so similar, it's almost not worth it. Uh, right. Even trying to figure out the uh, specific problem Beauty here. is in the eye of the beer holder. <laughs> Sometimes I have beer goggles on so blurry that I think a 9 is a 10 or a 10 is a 2. Yeah. It honestly it honestly doesn't even matter. That's why I, I coined the phrase. And I say coined because I'm talking about dimes, nickels, pennies, and and. and and quarters sometimes, as in I've had a quart of beer and I am so blackout drunk uh-huh. that my beer goggles make me screw a fucking buffalo nickel. What's a buffalo nickel? It's it's, it's a, a five g- that looks like a goddamn donkey. It's a five that resembles a goddamn buffalo. That's right. Yeah, I'll fuck a I'll fuck a girl who looks like a Buffalo Bills player. Actually, a water buffalo. As I yeah. need to butt chug water just so I can sober up to stop myself from hooking up with this goddamn nickel. This girl who looks like I swear to God Thurman Thomas with a wig, That's Jim like Kelly without one, jolly old Saint Nick nickel. <laughs> She is fat and bearded, and I'm not sure she's a woman, but I've had enough ales in my body to decide that my goggles are made of beer, and I think I'm going to hook up with her, or him. I have beer goggles so thick, I'll fuck a bottle of beer. I don't even need a woman. I will have sex with the beer that I drink. Fuck, I'm coming. Oh, no. I fucking premature ejaculated into a Heineken bottle. I put it in her hiney. I have cum goggles now. <laughs> They're way more cloudy. It makes every girl look like beer. Um, where were we? Um, <laughs> what should he do? Should he hook up with this 10 just to get it out of his system mm. and then move on to a 9? You know what? Sure. If you can hook up with a 10 and then a 9, do that. Please. Don't you're so. not you don't have any advice that you need. It's you self-aggrandizing. You, you can't you can't hook up that's with a 10. I, that's and what a I'm nine. saying. I feel like he just wanted to write this email just to like fucking show his problem yeah. to the world. But let's talk about it in more uh, grand terms. How much, uh, let's say there was a 10 with an awful personality and a girl that you would deem a 5. You know, I feel bad even ranking women right. at well, this actually, point. Well, actually, I would like to submit this. If you actually have feelings for this beautiful 9, then like, there's always going to be 10s out there. There's always going to be 10s. There's always going to be 7s. There's going to be 4s knocking down your doors, you know? <laughs> you just If you are feeling something for this 9, she's beautiful inside and out, then cut it off and just go and just and just fuck her. Yeah. Well, and I have then, a problem. I can't really separate a like hot ver, hot like a hot person with a terrible personality is not attractive to me. Oh yeah, no, I don't have that. Some problem. people, some people can separate the personality and the physicality. Yes, you I'm, can. Yeah, of course. A hot, terrible person, you can still be attracted to. I could be attracted to an ugly, terrible person. <laughs> I have been. I've dated them. What? You dated an ugly, terrible? Of course. <laughs> and the a UT? <laughs> I? Of course. Did you just confess to me that you have a urinary tract infection? I do need cranberry juice. <laughs> Is that what? That's what girls do when they have UTIs, right? Yeah, yeah, cranberry juice. Yeah. 
Uh, so how do you, how do, is it a conscious thing that you can do? Like, oh, this girl's hot but terrible, but let me try to not think about that, or is it just... Um, well, geez, Louise. Is it the way your brain is wired? If a girl is hot but terrible, then I'd like to punish her by fucking her. Mm. Stabbing her with my knife dick. Ah, yeah, yeah. The so, like, curse. In, the curse. In yeah. my mind, <laughs> that, like, your way back at her isn't by, like, ignoring... Like, you, if a girl's hot For me, terrible, yeah, my way is like... You're like, all right, I'm not gonna talk to you. Yeah. A girl's hot but terrible, I'm like, I'm... I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah, I'm gonna make you like me so much that you fuck me, and then I'm gonna leave, and then you, then I'm terrible. I like to out terrible people. Does oh, that make sense. So you want to you want to be even more terrible than the terrible girl? Yeah. Okay. So why is that? Maybe you don't seem I'm, insecure. Uh, maybe I'm afraid. Maybe I am insecure, and maybe I'm just like, oh, if I, you know, like. It's it's like if I'm afraid of uh, murderers, but then I just become a serial killer. I become the creepiest motherfucker in the world. Then oh. like people fear me. I see. So let's say I have a fear of bees. You should become a wasp. <laughs> you become oh. the more terrible creature. A white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That's exactly right. Yeah. All of a sudden, your name is Richard. <laughs> oh my God! I'm 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 sprouting a fucking sweater vest. Richard Cooper. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Hey, is that a squash racket, or no. are you just happy to see me? <laughs> you know my my wife Sheila, my two <laughs> lovely twin daughters, Sheila and Sheila. <laughs> I don't know. I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Shit. Suddenly I can't differentiate between my wife and daughters. <laughs> my wife. Oh, my. <laughs> the accent wife. almost made it work. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> you know my wife. Eat my eat, eat my wife. <laughs> Take my wife. Sheel. Um so did we answer this guy's question? He's a I liar. So. Yeah, well I think I, so my answer is that like you're always going to be tempted by a 10 just like go with your heart right now. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like your advice was uh, just to fuck the. T- if you can fuck a ten, then fuck a ten. Yeah, I mean, unless you think it's going to compromise something with the nine. I mean, if you can, you should. It's your right as a human being to to have sex with the most attractive person that you can. Well, what if she? But like, what if this ten likes him and he's like, oh, I just want to fuck her and then like leave her? I, it's you're dirtying. You're you're complicating your situation. Yeah. But you can just sleep with someone without leading them on. As long, yeah, I think as long as you're upfront and honest with both of the girls, and that's good. Yeah, you say, "Hey, you are so attractive. I've never been able to get someone as good looking as you to uh, actually be interested in me. I'm not interested in your personality. There's a nine down the road who has a much better uh, thing going on. However, I would the like door to. Slams in your I face. would. Oh, hey, what the hell? All right, <laughs> you were in ten. Let me get there. Bitch, sorry, I shouldn't have used that word, but crap, that really freaking hurt. It kills my heart. <laughs> it hurt my soul, actually. Um, all right, let's. Uh, let me choose the question that I, or let me read the question that I chose. I should say. All right. I might have accidentally deleted it. That's cool. That's bad. That's chill. That's, That's not fine. good. I wish you didn't. I would like to read it. All right, got it. This one's funny because... hmm. Don't tell me why. Well, I have to explain a little bit. So it's a series of three emails. Let me read the first one first. Give me a 90s band to call this person. It's a Uh, dude. uh, 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 Sugar Ray. All right, Sugar Ray writes, Hey, guys, my friend has a friend who I'm pretty attracted to. The worst slash funniest part is that I've never met her. 
I've seen her on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm sure she's seen me too. The only time I'll probably ever get a chance to meet her is at one of my friend's parties or something, and I don't know if or when he'll invite her. My question is, how should I go about meeting slash talking to this smoke show? Should I start following her on Instagram and message her? Should I talk to my friend about it? I don't think I should just hope to meet her one day. I just, I've never, I've never really been in this situation, and I don't know the smoothest way to deal with it. Thanks. Toda, great show. And then uh, the next day he wrote, the next day he wrote, he wrote a follow-up email to us. P.S. I would totally be down to have sex with her. <laughs> then six days later, he wrote another follow-up to us. P.P.S. I think I need to have sex with her. <laughs> so Going more and more desperate horn. Yes, I actually ended up masturbating to her, and now more than ever, I need to know what it feels like to have sex with her. Follow up the fourth. I can't stop thinking that I want slash need to bone this trone. Uh-oh, Please. Part five. I am growing desperate. I turns out I need to have sex with anything or anyone. All my friends' friends are pretty attractive. <laughs> Do advise. I'm begging you. Uh, so despite the humor of uh, this guy emailing us every three days with his growing desperation. Five I'm, days. And he's just like, you know what? I I need to have sex with her. <laughs> P-P-P-P-P-S. I no longer give a shit. So P-P-P-P-P-P-P. You smell like pee-pee. That was a bluff. I still want slash need it. Uh, so how, well, has this ever happened to you? You're, 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 you're scooping around somebody else's Facebook and you're like, wow, my friend's friend is hot. Yeah, I think I've done that before. I would just add her as a friend and then like message her or something. Really? You would add a person you don't know as a friend? I think so. I I mean, I wouldn't do that now, but like when I was in high school or college, which I imagine this guy is, because he is so clueless. Yeah. Yeah. Like follow her on Instagram, do whatever. I mean, like. It's your friend's friend. The stakes are so low. You wouldn't uh, go the friend angle? The I don't like. Know. I guess he he is saying, I need to have sex with her. So maybe we should give him advice that's like legit gonna. I guess you. It's, well, this is like. This is that idea that we had where you, uh, you, get, you tell people how to message people and then they would pay you to do that because that's your area of expertise. This is yeah. like a free version of that right now. I'm for king him. at messaging. Yeah, yeah. Call me text king. <laughs> I'm always texting. <laughs> And I actually just texted your thing. What do you mean? And she jumped up on my thing. You texted my thing? Doesn't that sting? No. Motherfucker. I don't know what you're talking about. Motherfucker. <laughs> Move, motherfucker. Move, fucker. <laughs> That's something that we never say on the podcast. Is that... You only say that in the car. I don't think you've ever said it out loud oh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Move, fucker. <laughs> Whenever I'm driving... Jake and I would uh, will often carpool together places, and whenever I drive, I yell, uh, "Move, fucker!" Oftentimes, when we're moving, fine in <laughs> yeah. traffic, or like we're at a red light <laughs> where the person in front of me can't move legally, fucker. <laughs> move, fucker! Out of the way, fucker! <laughs> Um, all right, so if you need to have sex with her, 
then yeah. it does matter. Uh, that changes the game a little bit. If, yeah. Instead of he just well, wants I'm to, saying, he like, needs whatever. To. Yeah, because I think you should. I think people should, you know, toss a lot of seeds into into their fertile garden beds and, and see what like, grows. Yeah. See I'm what a, hose I'm an grows. Funny guy, and like, let's talk to you, you and you and you, and like, yeah. they may be talking to him, him and him and him. Yeah. And it's just like and none of it really matters, especially when we're like talking about Facebook and Instagram and like buying somebody a drink at a bar. That's like low barrier to entry. Dating is easy, simple, harmless, stupid, fun. Okay. Okay. Now you want to have sex. <laughs> That's great. You can do that with it's whoever a, you want. It's an instructional video. So you've decided to have sex. It's volume two. The, so you've so you've decided to have sex with a specific person. <laughs> Now you're getting invested. Now you can be disappointed. Okay. It's a little dangerous. Uh-huh. So I think what I would do is just it, you want to max minimize rejection. Okay. Meaning so, so messaging her and being like, "Hi, my name's John or whatever his name is, Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get a drink sometime?" Then she says, "No." You're like, "Okay, fuck, I'm crushed." Right. So you do have to talk to the friend. Don't don't be a passive weirdo and like follow her on Instagram. Right. Talk to the friend. Have a party, invite her over, and go up and talk to her and just be charming. But do not outwardly be like, I'm trying to fuck you. Right. Just you let her want to fuck you and then you reciprocate. Always meet her feelings, match her feelings, and then maybe you'll go, you'll creep a little <laughs> bit and see what happens. But always be ready to just pull, abandon, like get out. <laughs> So then she's not like, oh, that guy was desperate. She's just like, oh, that I thought that guy wanted that, but maybe he didn't even mean it. Now he's go, oh, he's off talking to somebody else. Okay. Well, okay. Here. Well, here's my question. Okay. Uh, I'm always, You're Sugar Ray. I'm Sugar you Ray. You wrote the theme. <laughs> I'm always trying to visualize thing on a, on a mathematical line. Obviously, that's, that's a, a nerd. That's a problem. That's, that's a not a good thing to do. But cheers, buddy. Humor me. Cheers, humor pal. me. Humor okay. me. You are at. 100 okay i was born at a 100 <laughs> enough dude sorry i uh, yeah no i i when yeah, and then no, on the other side of this all. spectrum is the girl at negative 100 okay that those are strangers you're yep. 200 apart meeting in the middle is boning okay so you want to go let's say to like 90 and then see if she goes to her negative 90 or she has to go to her like negative 85 a little further to zero and then you move a little bit closer to zero or do you want to like go to like 50 and see if she goes to like 25 and then you like sort of pull her closer it's you got it depends but like if if you i think you start going like 90 to 85 mm-hmm. and you just want her you don't you don't need her to meet you, you just you just want her needle to move oh so like and if it, if it. it registers a little bit you're like oh if you if you go at 85 and she goes to 98 uh-huh. then you're like okay i'll chill on 85 still at 85 85 85 uh-huh. and then she's creeping up and then you're like oh what's up 85 uh-huh. again she's like oh fuck yeah i'm at 85 and then you're like 70 she's like Holy what was shit. that i'm going back to 90 and you're like oh 80 80 80 80 that's fine 80, 80, 80, 80. And she's like, okay, okay, 85. And then you're like, 50. And then she's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. But before she knows it, she's at fucking 65 because you're at 50. And then you're like, baby, I'm going back to 90. What the fuck you doing over there at 60, yo? You're and desperate. She's like, she's like, hey, hey, you brought me here. 
all right, all right, I'm at 70. And then you're like, oh, you're at 70? Well, motherfucker, I'm at zero. <laughs> what? Your pants are off. Oh, my God. You're humping whoever's near you. Holy shit. And she says, this guy's a creep, and she walks away. That was beautiful. Thank you. See, that was a perfect combination of your uh, sexual expertise and me, uh, my love of numbers. Yeah, yeah, So we're yeah. both good at things. Uh, I'm good at uh, counting, and you're good at we having definitely sex. need you for, for keeping the audio yeah. level on the podcast. Yeah, I want to make sure we don't peek and then you talk about how to have sex with people. Sex is good. <laughs> I'll tell you how to do it. That's the tagline to the website that we build where you text for people. Sex is good. I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> Textking.com. The Casanova. The Casanova King. And texting. You know what I'm saying? Ha. Ha. All right. Uh, Ta-da. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, well, let's 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 do one more for you. Okay. Um, oh, I was just looking at the lyrics to that song that I thought it was that I couldn't remember before. Uh huh. Amy, what you wanna do? I think mm. I could stay oh. with you Bad. for a while, Ow. maybe longer. Okay. Ow. Yeah, sure. I um, don't like that. But you know that song? What? Yeah, yeah, I know it. Who sings it? Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, shit, I just exited that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. You did all the bad part without any of the actual <laughs> learning. <laughs> That's my life, dude. All right. All right. Wait, why be a text king when, when you could be a text god? Wow. <laughs> Think about that. Really, really. Fuck, you're right. Uh, some lama dama dama. <laughs> that being said, text king and text god are both taken. All right. So if we build this site, we'll have to think of a new name. That's right. Um, but all who right. is the king? Who is the god? Oh, I'm the judge, the jury, and the executioner. All right. This is, this comes from... Uh, Weezer. Weezer. Weezer writes, Dear Jake and Amir, I am in quite the conundrum. All of my friends are very good friends with my mother. They all think that she's funny and great and fun. When she's around them, she's really nice and cool. When they're not around, however... She's a rude. <laughs> she's a rude. B- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when they're not around, however, she's a rude. <laughs> I love this question. She's a rude bitch to me all the time. <laughs> Since she's friends with all my friends, she knows a lot about me just from stories, and she gives me shit about things I did in the past that I'm not proud of all the time. <laughs> And she uses these stories to berate and hurt me. (laughs) It's a fucking fascist regime. Don't get me wrong, though. I want to have a good relationship with my mother. It's just hard with her using her position with my friends in order to hurt me. Yeah. How can I either fix my relationship with my mom or get all my friends to hate her? (laughs) Thanks, Weezer. It's so funny to imagine like this mom sitting around with this kid's friends. They're all playing poker. Like this kid's just like nervously shifting in his seat while all of his friends like laugh. Like, oh, Mrs. W, you're the funniest. Like, all right, we're going to go. And she's like, bye, guys. She slams the door, turns around, looks at her son. He's like, now you're fucked. Now you're really fucked. I I just learned stories. (laughs) Get ready to see this rude bitch. This is a fascist regime. You're a fascist, and this is a regime. (laughs) I've been regimed. (laughs) I'm stuck in a regime for this. Oh, my God. That's so funny. What an amazing mother. 
She's a rude bitch to me all the time. <laughs> that's why her. That's why your friends like her so much. Uh, well, my initial reaction was that like maybe your mom's not a rude bitch to you all the time, and you just are like going into this with a negative attitude. Yeah, it's like one of those things where like your parents go to school and they're like, "All right, oh, I left like uh, I left some whatever by your. Uh, I left a. I'll give you your lunch. You left a book at home, and then everyone thinks it's fine, and then you're like, uh, "Jesus, mom, leave me alone! You're such a rude bitch to me." <laughs> Why'd you give me lunch, you fascist? You don't have to freaking talk to me at school. Oh, you're the ugliest, weirdest mom, and everyone makes fun of me now for it. Yeah, but like I, I don't really relate to this because I always had the best mom ever. I love my mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, and I know you are, because you support the fucking shit out of me. I love you. You're the best. Uh-huh. You are a queen, princess, god, devil worshiping bitch, and I love it. <laughs> You are a beast. What do You're you mean? You're a motherfucking beast. There was one thing you said that sounded Devil like... worshipping yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that honestly, it snuck in because I was just trying to come up with as many adjectives as I could. And, and one time I caught my mom praying to <laughs> Satan. And I love you, mommy. You're the best. You're the best. That being said, at one point I did go into your room, see you drawing black paint on the wall, your eyes rolled back way to the back of your head, I could see your optic nerve creeping mm-hmm. out from under your eyelids, yep. swearing, yelling, sweating in Latin. My mama performed an exorcism <laughs> on me when I was three. <laughs> it didn't give. It didn't give. You the raised demon. a little devil, didn't you, mommy? You raised a little devil. And now it's my my purpose, my my lot in life to spread that, that curse. I am a negative cancer on society. <laughs> I'm bad to people. And you raised me and supported me and you let me exist in this world. So even though you're a brilliant, beautiful, amazing woman, you worship the devil because the devil is me. Uh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> that was so real. We yeah. all we often joke about things becoming real, but that got actually, we, we finally yeah. arrived. I feel empty. Reelsville, USA. That was Woo-wee. So can we actually give this kid advice? What is there to do other than talk to his mother about uh or keep your friends away from your mom? It's not hard. You just don't invite your friends over. Yeah, go to their house. Yeah, go to their house. That way you keep your friends away from your mom, the mom away from the stories, and it keeps your mom from being such a real bee. Also, just try to try to come at this from a place of appreciation for your mom because I bet a lot of your other friends don't have like awesome parents like you that get along with them. So just like embrace it, treat your mom like you would one of your buddies, and it's kind of cool. You might have like a nice, casual, fun relationship with your mom like I have with my mom. <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> You're the best mom in the whole world. Mwah. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's it. I love my mom. I've already kissed her goodbye. The the Mwah. question is over. I love her. Uh, I think I it's time you. for it's time for a break. A break. We need, we need to take a little respite. Yes. Yes. Um, we have live shows coming up, but you know we always talk about that. Uh, I thought it would be fun to talk. Uh, read this email that we got. Uh, after the Dave Rosenberg episode aired. Oh. Dave was such a hit, such a hero, such a cool on our show that uh, emails to our account started flooding in. And uh, this one is probably the best one we've ever gotten. And oh. I thought it'd be fun to read it. Pray tell. It's called Dave Rosenberg's Story. 
So enticing. Hey guys, I just listened to the Howdy episode with Dave Rosenberg, and I thought I'd tell you a quick story about him that I think illustrates one instance of his game pretty well. Basically, after your show in Philly, my friend and I ran into Amir and Dave on the street, although both of you guys and Streeter had a cold. Dave wanted to come meet us out at a bar. After hanging at our favorite outdoor patio bar with Dave for a bit, learning more about my favorite website, College Humor, Dave and I went inside to look for some girls. Approaching girls at a bar is one of my least favorite things to do, so I was glad Dave took the lead. And this is what he did. First off, he took off his hat, so all the chicks could admire his flow. Secondly, as we were on the side of the bar scoping the scene, he catches the eye of a girl by the bar who is doing some dancing. No words necessary, he kind of imitates her moves in a funny way, and next thing I know, the two are grinding up on each other, tongues down throat. (laughs) At this point, I'm pumped Dave is getting it on, but I don't want to just stand there awkwardly while he dances with some girl. However, as I start walking away, Dave waves me back over, and we talk to this girl and her friends for a bit. As the bar starts to close ten minutes later, I get one of the girl's numbers and end my night to head home. I think Dave took the dancing girl back to his hotel, but I'm really curious how that story ended up. Did he lick the full trail to her belly button? As for me, I ended up having a steady hookup for the next few months with the hottest girl I've ever been with, all thanks to Dave. Hero. (laughs) Illuminati. (laughs) Illuminati. He did. he, He won the game, if there is such a thing as the game. He came over, danced with a girl without speaking to her, made out with her. And just as the kid is like, oh, man, I'll never be as cool as Dave. He, like, goes to walk away. And Dave's like, no, you know what? Tonight's about bros, too. Calls you come him back. back. We hang out with her, her friends. And uh, this guy ends up hooking up with her friends for several months to come. Dave By the goes way, this home. guy was wearing a Seize the Cheese t-shirt. Yeah, but he was fucking jacked. So, but I he mean, was I think ripped. that's maybe one of the first people to like get a girl's number while in a Seize the, <laughs> a seize the Cheese shirt. A Seize the Tease. Uh, yes. Uh, so that's a great Dave Rosenberg story. That's amazing. Also, we can verify that he fucked that girl yeah. in his hotel and no, then woke yeah. up at 8.30 a.m. and got a cheesesteak. <laughs> so... Dave ate so poorly on that tour. I never saw him in the morning without either a cheesesteak or a McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> this is always before 10 a.m. Yeah. Eating a Big Mac. <laughs> he went off menu. Oh, a lot of this yeah. stuff isn't even offered yet, but he's so tall and handsome that he, he got it done. I'm really excited to go. We're going back on tour with Dave. Yes. At the end, April 26th, 7th, and 8th, I think. Or is it 24th, 5th, and 6th? 24th, 5th, and 6th. Because we're oh, taking Saturday off. I'm bad at this. Yeah. But we're going to be in Seattle, Portland, and then San Francisco. And we're going to be with Dave. So come to the shows. If we're not gonna... for us, then for him. For we're... real, for real. If you don't know where the shows are yet, I'm sure you'll be inundated with information all over our website as soon as we get it. But uh, I don't know if anything has been officially announced or released or anything like that. I don't know either. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for more great Dave Rosenberg stories. We should also record a podcast maybe like once or twice with Dave on the road. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, where more stories will be had. Um, do you want to read, or uh, let me read one, uh, my last question. All right. It's actually oddly in the same vein as your last question. Interesting. So it kind of worked out that way. Um, I need a, I need a, I need a, I need a... Third Eye Blind. <clears throat> Third Eye Blind writes, My mom is really embarrassing on Facebook. 
Every time I post something, she comments at least once, and it's either a dumb joke or her overpraising me and tagging my aunts and uncles, which caused them to come and leave equally embarrassing comments. Yesterday, I posted a video of me solving a Rubik's Cube, and after my mom left three paragraph-long comments, and later one of my school friends made fun of her, <laughs> so I had to take it down before she could see it and get her feelings hurt. She's sensitive about that kind of thing. How can I ask her to cool it on Facebook without hurting her feelings? I still live with her and will until August. Thanks, guys. Sorry if this sounds like a douchey teenager that irrationally hates his mom. Which the first one did. Mm -hmm. But this guy sounds like a little bit... More legit. I feel like the solution, though, is to just not post on Facebook. Yeah, but that's hard to do if you want to post a video. Where is he supposed to put his video of his Rubik's Cube? You just don't. Can you disable comments? I don't think so. You can delete comments. You could delete your mom's comments. Yeah, but that's that's basically going behind her back and deleting right. comments. Could you, you unfriend her? Oh, that would also hurt her feelings. Right. You know what you can do is blame it on your friends. Be like, Mom, my friends are like being such assholes. Every time you comment something amazing and cool, but like that's th- like. But then she'll hate. Then she'll hate the friends. Be like, oh, you're right. They suck. It's just me and you. <laughs> We're Never best have them over. Forever. Uh, but isn't it better for her to hate the friends than for her to hate his her own son? I feel like you just got to be upfront. Just be like, Mom, I love you. I love that you comment and you're so supportive. But like, um, we you need to just like tone it back a little bit, just a little bit. Leave one paragraph long comment. Yeah, that's all you need. To you do. don't. Yeah, they're not multiple paragraphs. Right. This happens to a lot of people I know. Where like the mom just not necessarily paragraph long, but like they'll like every single thing. Yeah comment on every single thing and i don't think it's as embarrassing i think it's like it's not actually embarrassing for i think if i went to somebody's profile and like there was three comments from their mom i would make fun of them right but I is it actually th- embarrassing or are you just like having it's actually fun? embarrassing you think it's embarrassing for the like the kid should be ashamed of himself i don't think the kid should be ashamed of himself but i think it's like i do find it hilarious right yeah it's so funny like, so nobody wants to be the butt of jokes if I'm, <laughs> if I'm like oh your mom commented five times on your facebook status you'd be like shut up yeah well, so what i think you, you have do? to just be like mom like one comment max that's oh, it. a good or rule just, or just like it or message me about it tough it's, love yeah you just gotta you just gotta be up front it will hurt your feelings but like ultimately you guys will have a better relationship because you will resent each other yeah that's nice advice uh or like you do what i do and i just troll my mom's facebook wall i comment on her wall all the time she's <laughs> She gets annoyed by me on Facebook. Yeah, you like would post like you just write a message on her wall out of the blue, being like, "Hey, who do you love the most, me or Micah? Who's your favorite son?" Yeah, that's and then I you'll do. reply to that comment and be like, "Hey, still no word from mommy about this issue. I'm starting to think it's Micah." Yeah, and then you'll reply to that comment, and then I tag my sisters in it. And I'm yeah, like, do you guys, can you guys believe this? <laughs> Are you believing what you're not reading? Yeah. Um, that's funny. Troll her, troll her wall in response. See how she likes it. Perfect. Take that, mom. Forget you, <laughs> mother. Uh, all right. That was a very special mom-themed uh, episode uh, towards the end there. Episode 69, <laughs> perfect for Mother's Day. Um, so, the end? The end. Ta-da. Uh, uh, thank you guys for listening to this show. We are here every single Monday, literally every single Monday. You can listen to more shows at ifireyoushow.com. You can submit your own questions at ifireyoushow at gmail.com. And you can also submit theme songs to that same uh, email address. That first one was from Sheridan Woika, the SheridanWoikas.com. And this last one is from uh, a guy named Hampus. I believe he's Swedish. And I believe he has a band, too, called The Ticket People. 
the ticket people. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in a week. Well, not really see. You'll sort of just hear us in a week. Right. But still. But we'll uh, see you. Yeah. <laughs> in a week. In a week. <clears throat> All right. And to start the song. I'm sitting here in this boring room. It's just another rainy Monday afternoon. I'm wasting my time. I got nothing to do. I'm hanging around waiting for if I were you. And then it finally happens. And I wonder... If I were you, everybody always rhymes you with do, but all that I can do is listen to if I were you.